This is After Hours Programming on HRN. The views and opinions of this show do not reflect those of HeritageRadioNetwork.com, Heritage Foods USA, or any of our sponsors. Again, this is After Hours Programming on HRN. Gunwash News Time, everybody. It is 7.30 p.m. here on Gunwash Radio at HeritageRadioNetwork.com. I'm Aaron. Everyone is here. Thank you for the special wishes. Diamond is doing better. She has come home from the hospital. Everyone was very, uh, yeah. And uh, stay tuned for a great show, guys. Hey, come on. I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. Aaron. Yes, Armando. Are you drinking? Uh, it's so funny that you asked me that, Armando, because uh, I didn't. I had a I had a beer last night, and uh, it is the first beer that I had in in sixteen days, <laughs> and it was so good that beer that I had last night oh. that I decided I would follow up today and have a beer. Oh, that's great. That's well, great. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. Welcome to Gunwash Radio on Heritage Radio. Oh, Network. Armin in the building. Armin, Armin's in the building. I, yeah. I, I don't approve. Um, I approve and I don't approve. And it, comes in, it goes in and out and I don't know. It's really. like a bad rash. I don't, really know, I don't really know how I feel about it, honestly. Hey, oh, uh, Spliff, oh. you're, you're going to go on in a second, but like, can I ask you a question? Do He's you, giving me a look, man. He didn't like that. What? You don't like that? No. Hey, listen, we... Do you... We, we will talk, Armin, later in the show. Spliff, do you write for OK Player? Yeah. So? Uh, <laughs> you got a problem with it? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted... I just think that the audience should know. Because I, I've been catching on... I see things on the, on the World Wide Web, oftentimes. And I notice right. trends, and uh, I just... It kind of dawned on me that it seems as though you've been doing a lot of work for Yeah. I enjoy the writing. Uh, over the past week, yeah. All right. It's been three three things came out. That's that's pretty steady. That's a steady large up dot com yeah. spliffington drop. Well, how about you uh let's uh let's get into it then, you know? I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for the for the gully for the Gaza shit. Um, every every Thursday night, what well, you know? Every Thursday night here, we're on Gunwash, uh, Gunwash, Gunwash at Gmail. If you want to call in, it's seven one eight four nine seven two one two eight. If you want to Twitter, it's at Gunwash. Um, I can't wait for Armando's story. I can't wait for Armando's story. I'm just happy to come over here because I, I wanted to talk to Spliff. Yeah. I, I, I spoke to you, you know, last week. I haven't came on the show for like two weeks. I tried in calling last week. No one picked up. I guess everyone. All right, we will settle these things. We will settle all these things. Very I, interesting I some, night. I had to answer some questions for Spliff. Okay. Uh, we will figure this out after we hear. Hi, this Tune. is Moby, and you're listening to the Heritage yeah. Radio Network. Thank you. Okay, pull up that, please. Oh, <laughs> 
not live like the puppy, we go lock them off, lock them off. Them not live clean and not flex too dirty, we go lock them off, lock them off. Not flex like the dog and not live like the puppy, we go lock them off, lock them off. Well, in a corruption and nothing, we go lock them off. You know, long talking, we go lock them off. Me lock them off, and if you're a son, go trim. Me lock them off, I could have seen him. Me lock them off, to righteousness, me cling till I lock them off. Give the youth them crack and them go crack them off. Give me the street, the command, they make me slap them off. And them not live clean and not flex too dirty, me go lock them off, lock them off. Them not live like the dog and flex, rest of the puppy, we go lock them off, lock them off. It breaks is for man. Tell me why is it illegal? Tell me why is it illegal? Legalize it. Don't criticize it. Legalize it, yeah, yeah. And I and I will advertise it. Some call it something. Some call it the weed. Some call it marijuana. Yeah. Some of them are calling the ganja. Never mind, got to legalize it And don't criticize it Legalize it, yeah, yeah And I and I will advertise it This is what I have to confess it's all about the sense. I am the originalist. Oh, I did cannabis. The originalist that I put it in a pill and it cured the sickness. I did cannabis. The originalist that I put it in a pill and it cured the sickness. Many years I listen to me argument. I said, because we the age of government. Them go ahead and then them keep a gun free. That's what we say, so lick the poke up on the back. The man's a question, what a weed is this? Them get to find out it can make fabric. Them do a research on the ganja, yeah. And get to find out it can make paper. Now we touch on to the other class. Cannabis, they put it in a hijacks. Them even put it in a painkiller. I the same cannabis, it kill me asthma. I the cannabis. Make the water 
is in trouble anytime. Come. The chalice make the water go so <laughs> Me make bring us up Me make kick us <laughs> See me bleed and me push pan. We are wait for the something from morning. So me one who have the connection. Everybody soft, the man is sing a roll. You want fi do? You want fi do? Come, me chalice off, me chalice off, me low. Everybody soft, the man is sing a sell. Do you like? Do you need a high? Everybody soft, the man is sing a roll. You want fi do? Come, me chalice off, me low. Everybody soft, the man is sing a sell. Do you like? Every community is supposed to have a herbalist To supply the people them with all strain of cannabis You can ask the doctors and the nurses and the scientists Herbs never kill nobody yet I hope you hear this Stick on the board and watch me chop it up Next thing me put it in a Rizla and me wrap it up Make the city your cell as a road when you want them have it up Even if a quarter if a half a if a hundred you have me bag it up Cherubal is up, the man is sick and roll You want to do, you want to do, come in Chalice of it, Chalice of it, low Cherubal is up, the man is sick and sell We like, we are with the high grade smell This signal, light it up, blaze it up Yes, say we have it now We like grade, say we From Amsterdam, me package it, bring it from in a West Milan. I grade it's about to be head. I yes, I miss it from a man, bring it gone. California push me money dollar. I grade it's about to be head. One of this, one of this, one of this cannabis. Put it in a book in a panelist. In a wizard, a journalist. Real life, just a new type panelist. Me no mix up in a the coat, me no wallah whisker. I'm a little bit of 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 a little Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Herbert Spliffington on the tune. Here, tune. 
exploding. Gunwash Radio. You know, you can find us at heritageradionetwork.com or you can go to gunwash.com. You know, you can do that too. We go right to Heritage. Soon come new website. That'll be cool. If you want to call in, 718-497-2128, but the lines are not going to be good. We are so, so packed with... We are so busy tonight. Okay. Big thing is tonight... Thank you, Herbert. Big thing is tonight, I got... three new voice messages. Main we menu. We gotta do this. If okay. you want your messages I'm excited. now, I'm excited press for one. This. To send a voice message, press new voice message. Hi, this is David. I did call you back when you called <laughs> oh. me to be on the show tonight. And nobody picked up. And oh. then I came home and waited by the phone for you to call me, and you didn't call me to do the show. Um, oh, we anyway, get you can get me a call back at 213 Next time. All right. And give me a call back at 2-1. Guy loves putting his that, number yeah, out he's there. Yeah, he puts it out. I mean, listen, it's on the internet, right? All right. Oh, that's actually oh. great. That's great news, Jack. That was a good surprise. <laughs> I, I know the reason I'm not acting like, the reason I'm not jumping out of my skin is because I'm just like, I'm very anxious because there's like so much to do on the show tonight. Okay. Really? Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. So, the usual shit. You know you can always catch us here every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight we got something, some weird stuff going on. Armando, Armando's going away soon, so we got to get something special from him. And he has a story that I that we talk about a lot, and he's going to tell it. It's one of Aaron's favorite it's stories. One of my, I don't it, know why. It's one of my favorite stories, and I fucked up by not. Uh, well, the reason I fucked, I'll explain why I fucked up later, but. You should know, ladies and gentlemen, that I got audited by the IRS, and that is also going to be part of tonight's show, if we can get to it. It's fine. Well, maybe it's not audited. We're going to find out, because we got a special guy coming on in a second segment. So, Armando. What'd it do? I'm very... We're very upset that soon come you will be uh, taking a little trip. It, we're no, happy. It's a we're happy. Trip. I mean, you're welcome to come visit. You know, we're I just think gonna, maybe I'm we just might do go that. hang out. You know, try to meet new people. Yeah. Talk, you know, like you know, like this kind of shit. Yeah. You could just tell people about things about New York, and people are like, oh my god, this kid. Yeah. Lost. You're from the future. He's like, yeah. Hell yeah, you could come crash on my couch. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, I wanted to tell you one of, of your being favorite from the stories. Future, speaking of being from the future, give us a little bit of that. Being from the future? No, 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 no. I'm traveling. talking about the story that you have. It makes me think. It's an old story. It's, you know, it's a, it's a young Armando story, you know, when he was foolish. and. Uh, uh, all right, so start it off, man. Well, Let's, check this out. I'll tell you right now. A few years ago, it was probably like around 1920. Uh, my dad, my stepmom, my two sisters, we decided to go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's like this little resort over there. That's where my parents took their honeymoon. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's romantic. That's not even, but okay. Uh, so we go. We have mad fun. It's a crazy-ass resort. It's like touchscreen <laughs> freaking showers. When you told me this story, I was laughing so hard. Okay, Yo, go, it was like go, crazy, crazy touchscreen showers. Like the toilets was like washing your ass every, you take your, every time you oh, take yeah. a shit or whatever. Yeah, crazy toto, ass toilet. Toto, toto. Crazy ass like hotel, resort type of thing. Like 300 a night type thing, right? Crazy. We were there for like four days. We went to go visit my aunt. That's amazing, right? Okay. Yeah, she's 
no, she's out of this world. But actually. didn't you tell me she was like doing some like when you walked in? Oh yeah, her nose was never closed. She was always like drinking at five a.m. Like crazy old lady. But what were you doing when when you went to the house? What was she doing? The first day I get to her house, she was breaking plates. <laughs> wound the fuck out like, who are you? When you walked in the house, and it's like eight years since I seen her, and she's like craziest person I ever seen ever. My okay. dad's younger sister. I don't want to like blow her up like that. Whatever, it's all. But good. she has a black Benz and Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Anyways, um, we hanging out. The resort's over, boring time. You know, I was just boogie boarding, Work. family stuff, you that know, sounds pictures, bungee jumping, you know, crazy bullshit. You know, tourist shit, mm. right? And then um, trip's over. My dad's like, yo, do you want to stay out here and get a job and stay out here for the summer? And I'm like, you know what? Sure, I'm with it. Three, four days pass. My aunt, who's, you know, the crazy lady. Yeah. She's drinking, popping pills. Yeah. Doing blows. Wow. Roll, roll, that's, a, that's an intense... Uh, rolling my blunts. That's nope. an intense situation. I cannot chill. Yeah, she could not chill. <laughs> yeah. One night... Yo, this is a side story. She One night she came home and, and broke her chandelier. And I'm like... <laughs> right? But that's another story. And um, so, you know, by the fifth day, I'm in her house just kicking it. And I'm with my other cousin. His name is Brian. And he's like, you know, like two, three years older than me. He used to skate. I was telling Armin about that a little bit, a little bit a while ago. But um, she tell, she had an argument at a pizzeria. I don't know what happened. You don't know exactly what the argument was about? I don't know exactly too much. It's like a local pizza. Yeah, right? just like some local, local pizzeria. Local family-owned, regular-owned, in a, like a nice slice of pizza. You know? Yeah. She comes home like around like five o'clock and like... She's like, Armando, these people disrespected me. Yo, what are you going to do about it? And yo, me and my cousin are like, nothing. Like, what are you going to, like, I'm sorry. He just, you know. Like, Wait, can I, can I ask one question? What's up? Oh. Remember how you mentioned that you went out to Myrtle Beach and kids were like, whoa, like, you're like Luke Skywalker. Or like, yo, because. You had like the North Face, like, fanny pack, right? Yeah, I, had the, I had the North Face fanny pack. Yeah, and this word. is like in like 2000, what, one, two, three, some shit like that. Some shit, yeah. Five long ago. Yeah, it was pretty long and ago. And they don't know anything about that. They're like, yeah, they don't know anything about that. Dude, I was I was wearing like shorts with like uptowns, like the high ones with the big strap on the back, yeah. and, like no shirt. And they like know? didn't get. They were like, "Whoa, you must be like next, yeah." For Yo, anyways, aliens, Super Mario Brothers movie. So, um, we're hanging out. My aunt says, "Like, yo, I got this job for you, and you get these people disrespected me, and you and my son are gonna go vandalize the place." And uh-huh. I was like, "How so?" She was like, <laughs> she was like, you know, break the glass, Yo, right before, on the shit. Listen, before when Armando told me the story one time, it was like it's my favorite story, as he says. And when he told it to me, I was like, I was like, uh, it seems as though you you really like. Cause you were, cause you were like, cause you were like, yeah, I lived in Myrtle Beach and it was really great, but I lived in Myrtle Beach for three weeks. And you were, you were like, you're like something, ha- you were like something happened though, and I was like, what? And you're like, it's so bad that I just can't, like, I just have to tell it sometime when I see you. I don't know, like, cause it was so bad. Like, it was, it was insane. I, I, I got out of character for that moment, and I had to do something. And when you put in a situation, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay, so let me just get back to that. She told me, she was like, listen, these people disrespected me at this pizzeria. And I was like, wow. Pizza beef. And I, pizza beef. Yeah. 
Beef pizza. And, they, got uh, that, they got that here at Berta's. <laughs> Which I love, by the way. And she, um... She was like, I was like, no, auntie, I'm not doing this. I'm not dumb. My cousin's laughing like, fuck out of here, mom. You know? Wow. Can you wow. pass the blunt? You know? So she was like, whatever. That'd she was nice like, and I was like, yo, I'm not, I'm not doing anything if you're not paying me. She was like, I'll give you $1,000 right now. <laughs> and I was like, what? You can't be serious. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I thought about it like for like 20 seconds. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. She was like, yo, I'll even give you a ride right oh, now. Oh, well, of course. And I'm like, sure, why not? She's the getaway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gives me, we find this hammer in her garage, right? Oh. And um, so, you know, she was like, take one of these scullies and, and here's some scissors. Make your own little Whoa. scully mask. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> right? So I do that. Baklava. By the time it's like Baklava 10 p.m., <laughs> she's like amping me up. I told her to put like some Mob Deep on or something. Oh, like. Hey, hey. She's like, yo, we're going to do this. Fuck them. No one disrespects me. You know? And she's like, I'm talking about she's high. Like, by, you know, like every stop, every red light, she would probably like almost nod off. Like she's, Why? What is she doing? Opiates? She was like opiates, drinking, blow. Yo, cra- yo, and she's, she, and, and uh, while we're doing that, we're like smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy lady. Like I still, <laughs> like I haven't talked to her like in three years because after that, like I was like, you know, I'm not fucking with you, but that's the end of the story. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, so we're driving to the place. I go and I, as soon as I get out the car, I'm like, yeah, fuck this. And I just smashed oh the window. That just smashed oh everything. I'm talking about every, I, I was ninja swords, everything. I was evil. I was not Armando. I was you, like, bad, 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 bad like boy, I was basically boy. a bad boy. Exactly. Anything Tesman McLean for me gone? There we go. And then I start running out. This well, guy. What do you mean? You like smashed the window and then smashed like everything? I smashed pretty much. I was in there for like thirty seconds, twenty, oh. like twenty oh seconds. So imagine what you can do for twenty seconds and hammer and like all these people <gasps> crying, scared. Oh my god! You're like a real guy. You're like Dude, a real tough guy. I mean, I wasn't tough because I was because the only reason why I was doing that because I, I think there was like a lot of alcohol involved within yeah. those like two weeks of wow. me being. I was That's waking up to beer and rum and and who knows what every day it's really weird it's weird every day i was like doming like gorilla fingers yo like it was not even funny and i'm like 19 yeah wow and um so plan backfired well i mean it's some that's guy not, not exactly a plan. no yo some <laughs> guy <What>? starts chasing <laughs> out the restaurant no way. I ran by. plan backfired. I run by the getaway car, right? Because I'm like, yo, if I run into the getaway car, this guy's going to, like, try to open the door. And, like, something crazy going to happen, you know? And then, right. so I just run by the car. I'm running, like, probably, like, a good, who knows, probably, like, 50 meters. Yeah, me a lot. And, um, I, I just shake the guy. He's just like, yo, fuck this kid. This kid's, like... Olympic racer he's not stopping oh, you know okay. I, I, <laughs> adrenaline smoked, is like in me so him. much like yeah. you know, I, I smoked them yeah right and then all of a sudden I'm like I'm gone I can't find my aunt you know she's like what the fuck this she's just she just bounced on me and all of a sudden this cop guy in a, in a pickup <laughs> truck just goes like, he's a cop though like I seen the sirens yeah, he had the yeah, uniform yeah. he had the boots to his knees <laughs> and um he tells me about the crime that just happened at the pizzeria. Oh my god! No. And I'm like, no! And I'm like, no way! For real? 
And um, he was like, yo, and uh, you kind of fit the description. You like, kind of fit the description of the guy. And I'm like, are you serious? And I'm like, listen, sir, I'm a tourist. Like, he could tell from my accent I, w- I was not from around there. He was just like, I'm just getting oh, some. Oh, yeah, but if you're not from around there, that's. I was just getting one. some ice from my aunt, you know? And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, cool. So he was like, listen, can you, you mind if you get in the car and we'll go to the pizzeria and people will describe you? Yo, when I get to the pizzeria, no one was like, nah, that's not the person. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They were, they were like, yeah, they nah, were like, that's not That's him. not the kid. Wow. And I was like, you see, officer, so you guys wow. give me a ride back to where I was going to go get some you were, ice. You were so futuristic. like, Yo, they wasn't ready for me. I was like telling them, you're like, what? No. Like, a, a pizza. Like, and, they not- didn't, and they didn't snitch. No one snitched. No one saw me. I mean, I did throw away the hammer and the mask, and like I, threw, I, I lost the shirt. You don't want to like carry it around with you for that much. Nah. Longer. So basically, that happened. Um, Were you wearing nondescript shoes? I was actually wearing those Adidas Sambas. Oh, so totally generic. Like no, but you know what's so crazy that but no one bo- was rocking those back then. N- not even just that. <laughs> the, they leave a, uh, a print on the ground because there's like a little circle, circle, a yeah, circle the on circle, the bottom. Yeah, oh, exactly definitely. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah. So <laughs> someone was like, yo, but your prints. It was just so crazy. <laughs> oh, that was Max like, wants to know if you made that G. If, oh, you oh. know what? So, all right. Yeah, so let me you tell you. The fucking yeah. All right. So <laughs> my aunt, the, the price was $2,000. She gave me 1000 up front. Okay. There's a twist, though. I'm there. She's like, like, where's my aunt? I go to the gas station. I'm sorry. No, no, don't apologize. Uh, I don't like to apologize. Um, We go to the gas station. Uh, I I call a cab, go home. My aunt's not even home at all. So I I wait like in the little, I I lay in the grass for like three hours just (laughs) waiting. I paid, by the way, I paid for the cab worth the $1,000 that she gave me (laughs) up front. It cost $1,000? She gave me 10 $100 bills, which seemed like so which, 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 so she bailed out, and then you're. I'm like waiting there for her, like, where? Let me get my rest of my money. And then I want to chill. Comes I want to you a smoke. duffel bag, right? Yo, um, I just pass out. I just go inside. My cousin just shows up, mad drunk. He just opens the door for me. Wake up. The next day, I wake up. She's like drunk. She has like, I think she had a bottle of Jack Daniels or something rum like something brown you know in, okay. a, in a glass bottle how is she affording all this booze with no job oh uh, she's she's <laughs> so she no by the way i didn't even get too much into detail too much actually because you know we only had a few minutes but she had a uh a two million dollar house in myrtle beach south carolina i had my own uh, bathroom like it was that's why money Whoa. all right yeah i wanted to get into like, a little detail about all this stuff but uh you know how you gotta like i like to improvise no stories no one of my favorite stories um so yeah so the next day check this out this is where much i got i still have my money i'm like yeah i'm gonna get another thousand dollars yeah i'm trying to get this jacket i saw on the internet and um (laughs) 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 and i'm like i'm like yo shout out to max that one worked she uh she wakes me up she's like armando you got to leave yeah and i'm like what do you mean and i'm like where's my money I want to smoke. I need to take it. Where's my stuff? She's like, I, I got all your stuff in the car. Don't worry. I'm going to drive you to the airport. Oh, well. So and I'm like, ride. what What happened, though? My dad said I'm supposed <laughs> to stay here for the summer, though, and work. And and she was so like, no, plan, plan B. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> plan so, B. So she was like, listen, I'm going to drive you to my friend's house. Go. You're going to take a shower over there. You can hang out. I'm going to get you your plane ticket to go back to New York. 
And I'm like, okay. I'm like, kind of like shocked because like, where's my? St-? I'm like, where's my stuff? Right. Like, where's all yeah. my? I just woke. <laughs> she just basically woke. Like she, I felt like she ho- held me hostage because she just woke me up. She was like, get in the car and I'm gonna drive you to my friend's house. So I wait for a few hours. I start hopping the pool. Oh, great! Hanging out. Yeah. She gave me some weed. She was like, smoke this. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Wow, auntie. Yeah, auntie. She was really, really cool people. And she, you know, she was like one of those type of aunties that like. People, I used to feel awkward walking with her because people was like, "Damn, that's your aunt or your sister." Oh, Jesus Christ! It was like one of weird. It was weird. Was she type hot? Of, yeah, that's, I think that's what he's kind of saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go to Spliff now, man. All right, put Spliff on. But I, I uh, just want to say the last. Like, I just want everyone to hear that because you. We no, I want to say the last little quick thing, but I'll say it after quick Spliff after Spliff. No, I mean like Spliff will pull up and he'll we'll, we'll talk while in the beginning in the first song, unless you're dropping something really epic, and then we'll just say it right now. Basically. She never came back. I had to use the money, buy my own plane ticket to come back to New York. Wow. Uh, wow. I never talked to my mom again right after that. And so uh, much for Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Every time I think about no pizza, golf. I think about oh, all the shattered man. glass that fell on top of the pizza. Whoa. No more pizza. Black glass pizza. Whoa. You know? And um, I've never been back to South Carolina. I talked to my cousin, and he's like, yo, dude, you're a fucking mind fuck. Every time I smoke Whoa. weed, I think about you. That's bad. I caught, I caught some tags out there. It was pretty straight. I, I, I left my mark. I, I, I got laid every yeah, night. For you sure know? left your mark at the pizza place. Pizza will never be the same for them, and weed will never be for you, and, and weed will never be the same for them. It is exactly top of the hour. Jack, did you like that story? Yeah, man. I mean, it was Max. Did Max like it? Max, we loved it back here. That was a a great story, my man. Okay, cool. All right, good. Because I listened to it and I. I got a. I got a bunch of tall tales. Pull up, pull up. Let's pull it up, man. Class pizza. Let's pull it up. We'll get some pizza. I want some food too. I need a beer. Jack still owes me a pizza, by the way. I'm ready to drink. drink Here it is. Rise up and dance about Dan Dan Gorgon. Rise up from the foundation. Time I take my right foot first and show them who's the real man. Where them come from, man? You would watch me now. They think I'm gone away, but I'm back to claim it. But them my eyes, but they can't maintain it. They want to touch my style, but they can't obtain it. Then go and back in town. Be never know one missed them think me gone, but I'm back to claim it. No for them my eye, but they can't maintain it. Want to touch my style, but they can't obtain it. Then go and back in town. Be never know one missed Ninja man, come fit tell everybody did it. Bounty killer, be the man and Ellie Lily. Don't you know to me, I'm a Long time I both have to live it. Can't touch me, it. Can't touch me, it. I'm a hit maker. King Shango making it all over the world. I know them say that I'm greater. I'm a hit maker. All right, I don't mess. I'm a put the fire on the replay. I'm a hit maker. I'm not gonna know them spies from fire. Put a fire on traitor. I'm a hit maker. You know I know why me a hit maker. Yeah. All right, I've got another four. Yeah. Yeah, 
like it, then I 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 And tax a climb up. Ask the pun to the mark and the beast, them down go sign up. Turn to the Sabo boy, you'll be fine up. Sabat of the tree, Babylon time up. In a corruption, in a good time. Go wind up, so that was a name. Capital beat it and knock out. Move until I think you're done for God. Capital beat it and knock out. If I fall in the market, I'm telling Fire, 
Gunwash Radio. You know, uh, yeah, that's fine, Spliff. Yeah. All right, everyone, I, I'm alone in the studio now. It's actually kind of good. So, you know, our guest tonight, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we have, uh, so basically, I, I got a, you know, a letter from the IRS, and it's something that I haven't experienced before. And uh, so I decided to call on a guest, and, and it's a, a gentleman named Joe Bannister. Uh, basically, Joe Bannister is a... Uh, a former IRS criminal investigator uh, from the, uh, uh, and he was a special agent. And during his career, he learned about certain special constitutional questions that uh, basically had him questioning his own livelihood and the business that he was in. Uh, Jack, so uh, are we going to bring him through, or uh, we've got Joe on the line now? Joe Bannister, are you there, sir? Yes, sir. And how are you? I'm great. How you doing there, sir? Excellent. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm good. Well, this is uh, Gunwash Radio, and uh, you know uh, the the thing about it here is that you know we don't we don't hold super strong opinions really about anything. We just want to educate everyone and make sure that people have the information they need to form their own uh, opinions. You know. Uh, and I just want to say before I introduce you that uh, for some reason this year. I'm here, everyone is talking about taxes. Everyone that I talk to is talking about taxes this year. And I know that I guess, maybe, maybe it's just because I'm getting a little bit older and I'm noticing it more, but everyone is talking about taxes. And on that note, if you would, Mr. Bannister, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, from 1993 until 1999, uh, as, as you mentioned, I did serve as a special agent in the IRS criminal investigation division and I expected to serve a full 20-year law enforcement career there uh, but about midway through that five and a half year career uh, I began to investigate some of the claims that some people in the public were making uh, at the time the IRS called those kinds of people illegal tax protesters Wow um, 
but uh, one of them was uh, talking on a talk radio show uh, back in 1996, and she put forth some very provocative information on this particular show that I listened to. And I decided that I'd look into what she had to say, uh, primarily because I thought she couldn't possibly be telling the truth. Right. And so I wanted to expose her uh, for lying. But after about two years of uh, part-time research, uh, while I still worked as an IRS special agent, evenings and weekends, uh, I concluded that what she was saying about the federal income tax was largely true, and that basically the IRS was, at least the hierarchy, the management of the IRS, was knowingly violating people's rights and taking their money, even though the uh, IRS didn't have the legal authority to do so. Now, now why is it that, that the, the income tax is such an issue, uh, especially in the literature that you write? I mean, I've listened to interviews. What is it about the income tax that is so messed up? Well, what's interesting is, you know, this is some, one of the things that I learned as I began to research it, that the, uh, income, an income tax is actually the darling of uh, people like Karl Marx. Uh, and Karl I Marx, see. of course, is famous for uh, you know coming up with the uh, communism and uh, wrote the Communist Manifesto. And so, you know, people like Thomas Jefferson, uh, George Washington, the founders of the country, uh, they were against uh, income taxes, uh, what they called direct taxes, and made it very difficult in the Constitution to implement such direct taxes. But um, Karl Marx, uh, that was the kind of tax he loved. And uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting that the income tax has been around, uh, the contemporary income tax, since about 1913, when the 16th Amendment was uh, allegedly ratified. And so, you know, I thought, well, I don't really like that, of course. The American people don't seem to like the federal income tax all that much. Uh, they don't like the IRS. Uh, well, and yeah. uh, lo and behold, the, the founder... Uh, is Karl Marx, uh, which, you know, some people like him, but uh, I'd say most Americans don't. Well, the founder so, of the uh, IRS was Karl Marx? Pardon me? The, the founder of the IRS? Oh, well, no, no. He, was, he was the founder of those idealists, uh, of those ideals or whatever it was. Correct. And then the IRS comes around and basically implements uh, that kind of taxation. So then the income tax sort of becomes taxation for the sake of taxation, almost, in, uh, in certain ways. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, primarily for control uh, and putting fear in the people, as opposed to just a revenue-raising mechanism. Joe, how do you? Well, first of all, when you started to hear the claims of of such and such a radio show, uh, did you question it? Like, no, th- this is my career. I I took a career path that I that you know I was told was moral, and I'm protecting people, and I'm looking for the good of the United States. And you know, you must have questioned it like that. Am I wrong? I mean, uh, no, you're actually very very close to to my reaction. Uh, you know, at that time, I was about in my early 30s. Uh, and my entire professional life revolved around the income tax. I was a CPA uh, prior to going into the IRS and had assisted clients with tax returns and tax research and all kinds of things. And then, of course, then the IRS hired me to carry a gun and a badge around, uh, you know, even on airplanes. This is prior to 9-11. Whoa. Um, <laughs> oh, so, post-9-11. So, you know, it was, uh, it was certainly 
uh, my entire life revolved around the income tax. So I was, if anyone could have been a skeptic, it, it was me. Um, and so that's exactly how I approached it, was that this couldn't possibly be true, that there are these uh, you know, very nasty parts of the income tax that are actually violating people's rights. Right. But I better look into it uh, because this talk show I've been listening to has had a lot of truthful information in the past, and so either they've gone off the deep end and are now reporting untruthful information or there's something to it. So I, I just had to look deeper, and I was very surprised at, at what I found because it, 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 uh, I ended up concluding that the IRS was indeed breaking the law and violating people's rights. And these people that they called illegal tax protesters, uh, many of them at least, not all, but many of them were actually telling the truth and pointing to facts and evidence that uh, was very solid. Uh, we, we, have a, we have a studio question for you, Joe. Uh, Armando has a, a question for you. How you doing, Joe? I was wondering Hi, what type of... Um gun did the government issue you? I had a six hour nine millimeter handgun. Oh, that's, that's hard stuff there. Oh, wow. Um so uh before we go into the fun stuff, which is what happened which is you helping me understand what happened to me via the IRS, what exactly well maybe you already told me, when you, when you did this research, what specifically the data what was the data or the information specifically that had you say like, whoa this is these this woman is right this is actually something's going on here well basically you know i i had uh, res- i earned a uh, accounting degree from san jose state university way back in 1986 and then studied for and passed the cpa exam became a certified public accountant the irs put me through weeks and weeks of training i bet and yet once i began to look into these issues i found how much I wasn't informed about how much I wasn't educated oh. about during this education and training. Interesting. Um, in the in the training and in my education at the university, it all dealt with well, what can you deduct, and uh, you know, what what do you do when you sell your house, and things like this, where the conclusion was already arrived at that everyone owed the tax. Um, whereas when I did the research, I found that there are actually fundamental questions that have to be answered before you determine that you actually owe the tax. Interesting. Things like being liable for any federal tax. Uh, you know, there are federal taxes that govern alcohol, tobacco, firearms, uh, airline flights, um, recycling, you name it. And wow. the people that have to pay those federal income taxes, I'm sorry, federal taxes, are people that are liable to pay them. And so just like every other federal tax, uh, I I looked for the liability provisions in the federal income tax system and found that the only people that are liable for the federal income tax are non-resident aliens and foreign corporations and withholding agents uh, who pay money to non-resident aliens and foreign corporations, as opposed to the average American. Wow. So that, that... that's one of the examples of where I presume throughout my professional life that, hey, everyone has to pay this tax, everybody must be liable for it. Sure. But then when somebody prompted me to look, I found that, in fact, most Americans aren't liable to pay it, and the IRS actually admits in their own literature that only, you only have to keep records, you know, keep books and records and file tax returns when you are liable for the tax. 
Oh my God! So we. So that's that's one sample. What's one example of you know an absence of a mandate? There is no liability provision for the average American for the federal income tax. Huh. Uh, another another one has to do with income. The definition of income. Uh, there actually is a constitutional definition as defined by the U.S. Supreme Court, and income is not what everybody thinks it is in terms of when you go out and work and you spend you know four hours working and you get four hours of pay, you're simply earning money, earning your living, basically surviving. Right. Well, there's no, yeah. you're no, there's no gain that you're um, deriving from that process. You're simply trading your property, which is your time, for four hours worth of green stuff. It's the question that I, that's the question that I wrestle with uh, every day, man. That, that's why I do radio. It's like, you know, it makes me feel like at least I can own something, like I'm, I'm doing something that I, that I believe in. Um, right, and the, the Supreme Court has ruled, not this isn't my opinion, that your time is your property. So strange. It's just so weird. there's it's another example of where the American public thinks that their work uh, the fruits of their labor is income, and therefore they have to pay an income tax on it. But the Supreme Court has said that that isn't income, that what income is is a profit or a gain separated from the capital, which is a lot different than you and I going out to work every day. Well, that's a, a hefty amount of information that I'm sure our listeners can are dropping their jaws about. I can see my producer is like, whoa, whoa. So, Joe... Uh, you know, they don't give you a, a, a gun and a badge to go after, you know, people that rob candy stores. What exactly does a special agent at the IRS do with said gun and badge? I mean, I know that not everything involves a gun, but, you know, what kind of guys were you, were you looking at? Uh, could be some pretty nasty characters. Uh, an, an IRS special agent has the same designation in the federal government as an FBI agent or a Secret Service agent. Wow. Uh, it's called a GS-1811. That's the series of, of employee. And that means that you are, you know, authorized to carry a firearm and that you're authorized to perform criminal investigations of a particular segment of federal law. So yeah. IRS special agents would investigate the income tax and money laundering and some bank fraud statutes of the, the federal law. Uh, so the people that most of my personal career was spent with uh, money laundering targets. I see. So I worked with uh, FBI and DEA on various kinds of uh, you know, drug smuggling, uh, crack cocaine. In fact, when I was working at the IRS was back when there was an Olympics that was being held in Atlanta, Georgia. And there was quite a lot of activity whereby their uh, crack cocaine was being muled or transported from uh. California to Georgia. Oh, wow. Um, the, drug dealers, the drug dealers could basically buy it cheaper in California and sell it for more uh, higher price in Georgia. So, of course, they could make an extra lots of money. So that was one of the investigations that I was involved with um, so you know, got to be pretty, got to be some pretty nasty characters. Uh, one gentleman that I was actually investigating ended up being shot in the face at point blank range. So that came, that investigation came to an end rather abruptly. Ay ay ay. Well, okay, I uh, I want to make sure. Okay, so basically, Joe, I, I got this thing in the mail, right? So I'm a 27 year old dude. I ha- I don't, you know, I don't exactly balance my checkbook, if you know what I mean. Okay. 
So, mm-hmm. I, but I do my best, okay? So I got a letter in the mail, right, that says, you know, Internal Revenue Service, you know, Department of Treasury. Why am I getting this notice? The income and payment information, ergo wages, miscellaneous income, interest, income tax withheld, earned income, credit, etc., that we have on file does not match the entries from your 2010-1040. If this information is correct, you will owe such and such amount of money. What is that? Am I I audited? Uh, That is a a form of an audit. Basically, uh, one of the ways the IRS, well, one of the reasons they can function as well as they do is because your fellow Americans and businesses, you know, in your area, anyone you work for, have a relationship with, they report to the IRS what they pay you. And then the IRS expects you, you know, between January and April 15th of the following year to report what it is you received. And then the IRS will do a comparison between what you say you received and what the the people who paid you say they paid you. And if there is a discrepancy between the two, they'll send you a notice just like you described. So this is like probably, you know, because I work full time as a designer, but I probably, you know, I did freelance and probably didn't. Probably didn't claim something or, or something of this nature, right? Yeah, I mean, what you should do though is, you know, the IRS is notorious for sending out uh, notices that aren't correct. Oh, so you shouldn't, okay. You shouldn't right. just presume that um, they are correct. What you should do is check the information that they claim they received against what you have in your own records and what you put on your tax return. Did you make a copy of your tax return before you sent it in? Uh,. You know, <laughs> you didn't have the ten. <laughs> I uh, I'm not so sure about that. I gotta check. I'm I'm still I'm still getting the hang of this, Joe. You know, I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I'm still getting the hang of it. You know, I'm not. I don't want to take on the IRS, and I don't. And I don't think that's what you want people to do either. But I mean, clearly, it ain't exactly what's. It ain't exactly black and white. What's on the paper? It, you know, it's not exactly. There's other stuff going on. You know. Yeah, no, and you're right. I, I discourage people from taking on the IRS one-on-one, but I do encourage people to educate themselves. And, of course, the more information and education you get, the, uh, the less fear that you, that you have. Um, but, you know, again, I would say there's nothing wrong with looking at the notice and checking to see if it is correct and that possibly you were incorrect in what you put on your return. If you didn't make a copy of your return, you know, you can go to the IR, an IRS office in your area and ask for a copy of it. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, there's also something called an IRP, which stands for Information Return Processing. And you might get some what they call IRP transcripts, okay, for the 2010 year. Wow. And that will show you what was reported about you from other people. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Now, was there a deadline on this notice or when? Yeah, yeah, I, I missed it. Okay, so that was my that was my other question. So I went out of town and I missed and I missed the deadline. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't check my mail, so I did miss the deadline. Now I'm sure because I've watched the IRS videos. They say you know don't panic and you know there's all you know you can defer and all this stuff. But now what happens to people that just ignore forever? Like wh- like hey, hey. can you just ignore it forever? Unfortunately not. Uh, what, what the IRS will do is they'll look to you for your, your input, you know, for you to comment on, on their allegations there. 
And if they don't hear from you, they're going to just move forward under the presumption that they're correct and you are incorrect. I see. So whatever amount on that um, notice that they are saying you owe, that's what they're going to run forward with. Now, you can reopen the case. There's something called audit reconsideration. Joe, this, is, this goes deep, Joe. There's a lot of stuff here. Yeah, well, got to help you here. Yeah. You're, uh, uh, but you can look into audit reconsideration, which would enable them to open it back up, even though you missed the earlier deadline. And then you can say, look, you know, uh, now, of course, this is if they are incorrect and you are correct of right. what you put on your return. Right. But if, if they're correct and you actually made a mistake, then it's probably best that you pay what they're demanding earlier than later, because the longer you wait, more interest and penalties will add up. All right. So, listen. Incredibly, incredibly eye-opening, Joe. Uh, we're very privileged to have had you on the show. Um, uh, most of our listeners are people like me who, as you can imagine, don't exactly balance their checkbook. So we're very thankful oh. to, have, to have people like you, especially because you promote the truth. And, you know, it, 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 it's not about uh, the IRS being evil. It's about making sure that you... Uh, well, if the IRS is evil, the IRS is evil. We can't, we, we can't really change that. We didn't ask to be part of society, but we're here. And, uh, you know, it's best to really know what you can know so that you can defend yourself if, if necessary, right? You know? That's exactly right. Joe Bannister, uh, where, can people, where can people learn more about you and, and, learn, and learn about the, the research that you do? Uh, best place is uh, my website, Agent for truth.com oh, and there one. are videos yeah. and audios available there and articles that I've written um, you know people probably like the videos the best but agentfortruth.com would be a great place to go excellent excellent well joe uh, uh, we've been very we've been very privileged to have you on gunwash radio and uh, i i hope you have you back soon i de- i know the listeners will definitely follow you on their, on your website and a lot of very valuable, valuable information for us. We're growing up. It's time to learn about the IRS. Definitely. Thank you, Mr. Joe Bannister, for joining us. Okay. Thank you. Thank it you, was, guys. Take care. Hey, take care there, Joe. Hey, that was excellent. Bye-bye. That was awesome. That was good, right? Hey. I, I, I wanted to ask him. Yeah, I know. You want You had another question. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Right. I just wanted to know the penalties. Like, what would happen? You know, I think I, I think I think it's just they, they build up interest on you. Okay. And then if you do really, really insidious stuff like steal or launder or you know, large how would they know money, if you like steal? Like how would they know they, I got look, five D V D players in my house? You wanna know why? You wanna know why? You wanna know why? Because because they hire people and they say, Yo, here you get a salary and the salary depends on knowing how many D V D players Armando has. And by by God they are gonna find out how many how many DVD players you have? Imagine like you owe so much money to the IRS that they hire like some informant type of dude. And oh, it has to be like some regular guy. No, that's like what this—that's what this gentleman Joe Bannister uh, kind of stuff he was doing. He was dealing with insidious guys. All right, so Armando, listen. what's up? How's the pizza? It was so awesome. Oh, I, Ar- I saved you a slice. Armando got his pizza. Yes. Finally, after finally, like, after many, many months. There we go. Thank you, Joe, much, Jack. Yeah. Well, I, hey, Jack, I saved I, you a slice. For whoever wants to laugh. Hey, listen, hey, Jack, that 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 was a really good segment, man. I learned yeah, a lot. Man. That was really, really good. It was I, useful. That was very, very useful, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
All right, so I haven't it's done my taxes yet either. either. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. You yeah. know, don't panic. You have time. That's right. Turbo tax. Turbo tax. Okay, listen, this has been Gunwash Radio. You know, you can find us every week, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go to heritageradionetwork.com or you can just go to gunwash.com and kind of go to the same place. Uh, gunwash, gunwash at Gmail if you have anything you want to say to me. And of course, if you want to tweet, it's at gunwash. Spliffington, if you'd like to, you could certainly go up that. Beautiful. Hi, this is Todd Haymore, Secretary of Agriculture and Forestry for the Commonwealth of Virginia. I listen to Heritage Radio Network. Anything test man me clean for me gone. Sound drive forth, sound drive forth. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah. I only this sound rule alone. Lonely. I sound drive forth, sound drive forth. See, go. Mr. Dangerous. Original Dangerous. Danger. Danger. Mr. Dangerous, original dangerous, danger, danger, dangerous. I am dangerous, yeah. I am dangerous, yeah. In God, who I put my trust, yeah. And when the sun comes shine on the rain, come forth. Welcome jump in my chest, I am dangerous, I'm dangerous. Worldwide, watch it out, close an argument, everything come to end now. This is a blueprint, and I'm trying to get speaking. Oh, many sold my soul, kill already, many, 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 for months like that, that already, many, 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 many. Watch out. Me tell them, my son, I kill a song, boy. We have the job, we special, job, we special. Dance nice for the class thing. We make the argument second, argument second. My son, I kill a song, boy. We have the job, we special, special. Dance nice for the class thing. We make the argument second, argument. Hey, 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 hey. Some clash business and some are cops out. 
Come in a clash and them a run up them out Play one job a piece of them run the road Some get vexed so we touch them sound out Come they find a way to make them song get promoted Send finger clash it down but we run the road Bring them first up we just knock them sound out I saw the jump and get us out I wear me tell them say My sound a kill some boy We have the job feel we special Job feel we special That's nice but the clash thing We make the argument second Argument second Assassin! And see Brown, you no love no farm about him, man. Let me see the hand, I wave. I wave. I wave. See, Jack. Anyway, hey, me sex, y'all a bad man, pleasure. Hey, boy, no like party nigger. Hey, all who believe in vagina. Ha, ha, well, ha, 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 Well, this is Ninja for the original assassin. Assassin. And see Brown, you no love no farm about him, man. Let me see the hand, I wave. I wave. I wave, see ya. Anyway, hey, me sex y'all a bad man pleasure. Well, good boy no like body digger. Hey, all who believe in vagina, wave you one like a car wiper. Me sex y'all a bad man pleasure. Well, good boy no no like body digger. Hey, all who believe in vagina, wave you one like a car wiper and sing. From them a funny man, yes, them fi dead well. Me a go pull them up a kappa and lead style. From them a funny man, yes, them fi dead well. Me a go pull them up a kappa and lead. For you a funny man, punk this. Gunshot, gunshot, from your mingle in a shit. Show no lock up in a house with Clovis. And out a dog, you lock out Beatrice. But I na broke down, assassin get you fix. Batty boy fi dead, them shoulda never exist. I woulda never turn a batty mechanic well. In a dem head, dem must Me nah go run, me nah go hide, me nah go mask. 
Ross, 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 Ross.